Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. Oh my gosh, it has been a while. My name is Jerry Jimenez. I got the tunes in my pocket. I am the communications director for the local supporters group. Along with my two co-hosts, who are way more important than me, but I am lucky to have them as my co-hosts. This is the only chance I get to be a, a little bit more important than them. Just a little tiny bit. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Steve Brokoff and Mr. Drew Steck, the president and vice president of the locals. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Huh? Steve. Good, but I, I vehemently disagree. You are very important. Yeah, you're on all this stuff now. You're way well, more important. I mean, uh, it's... It, y'all y'all said i should be the communication director this is what you have to deal with now it's just jerry every <laughs> everywhere <laughs> that's what it's good you gotta take more showers it's so good <laughs> I, I do uh we'll talk about that later maybe Listen, <laughs> i i'm just so excited to be back you guys i've missed you i've missed your beautiful faces been a while uh, what episode is it, yeah. drew because i lost track Episode six, I think, because we had five, which was like right before we went dark, was right before the uh, the opening game. You're right, and building uh, the future or whatever. We, we never released Mr. Phillips's uh, episode. I think we might be doing that soon. Maybe after this one. Yeah, secret episode. This and let's uh, let's say no. There's an explicit warning on that one. <laughs> uh, there, there definitely is. Should there be one? On it this might one? be a point five. I think like I think there might need to be an explicit on this one too, because uh, before we start, and this is becoming like a, a tradition <laughs> when we talk. Um, if you haven't yet checked it out, we're, I'm going to start out by saying you need to go back and make sure that you watch our state of the SG on Instagram Live. Mister Steve Brokoff joined me, and we talked about kind of the the state of the supporter group and where we're at right now with this craziness that is COVID-19 that is the, you know, kind of movement of the universe that's, that's happening because it's not just in the U S man, it's happening everywhere uh, with black lives matter and with everything else. But before we get into all of that, which I'm sure we will touch on and kind of tell you guys what our stance is on that, because I think that we would, we're just kind of going to, reflect what the community is is uh the, the community's voice i should say what, what what the community is saying uh we are san diego and it's not just about us right so we're going to start off by having a quick shot i'm gonna tell you i'm i'm actually going all out today i have the left it, you can't see this but i have a little bit of uh leftover casa amigos tequila because uh unfortunately uh califino hasn't reached out yet uh, but I'm still holding out hope that they will. As a matter of fact, uh, one of their owners pays me to do other things. So I'm hoping that they will eventually sponsor this podcast. Um, this one is owned by George Clooney, the homie. Wow. The homie George Clooney. Um, yeah. And it's a reposado from uh, Jalisco, Mexico, where my family is from. So what, what do you guys I got, have? Casadores? Oh, dude, Casadores is my favorite. It's my wife's oh. favorite too. So there you go. Ooh. And uh, Mr. Mr. Steck, I'm not sure he's gonna join us for a shot, but he's. What, what do you? I have a. I have whatever's left of this. Am, New Amsterdam. Miscellaneous. Nice. Yeah. Okay, New Amsterdam. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. This is to uh, to you guys. Oh yeah. Ugh. That definitely constitutes enough. That was 
I've had, you know, I've had a couple of people say that we probably shouldn't drink while we're recording a podcast, but that's what makes it more fun. And the people that have said that, it's probably because they haven't taken a shot recently. You have to sanitize over the internet too. You have to, oh, you know, it's it's like after the surgery, you gotta, you know, wash. Man, it. you gotta loosen up. Yeah, preach. I'm We're just... entering the breach into uh, <laughs> socialization, which these days is a uh, oh my God. different place to be. Yeah. Well, so yeah. it's been a while. We have a lot that we're going to be talking about. There is a lot of things to be jumping into. We're going to try to kind of let some of the past be the past and now look into the future because we don't have a lot of time. We want to catch you up. And we're going to be doing these more constantly, hopefully, now that we are, I guess, kind of back. I'll give you a little bit of my background. I have a job that takes up a lot of time. Okay, Drew has a, lo a job that takes up a lot of time as well. Steve now has a job and a <laughs> child to take care of. So we talked about that before. Bryce is the most beautiful damn baby in the universe. You'll meet him, I'm sure, once we all get to be back together. So the three of us are very, very busy people. I mean, that's an understa that's the under understatement of the century, I think, to be honest. I think some... Some people during the pandemic, you know, unfortunately lost their jobs and had all the time in the world. And some people, you know, it went the other way. And I think for us, you know, and that's kind of why maybe the hiatus, you know, from the podcast and yeah. a lot of presence on social and stuff like that just kind of took a pause because number one, we were all waiting for information. Number two, um, you know, our lives kind of just went into, you know, the next level of busyness. So yeah, um, we're doing what we can, but you know, with the, with the, the, the team coming back here in just a few days, uh, time to gear things back up. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish, I wish we could have been there more for people in some ways, but at the same time, everybody was just kind of trying to process and I didn't want to be noise. We didn't want to give people false hope. Right. So all of right. those things are kind of the sense of like how we wanted to, to roll through this and in, in terms of being where you are. And then you get to a point where you go, Oh, USL is really on its game. This team is extremely on its game in terms of wanting to get back to something that constitutes its players being able to play. But the fact that they're going to pay everybody and do everything made it really easy to say, let's jump back in and go full steam here towards trying to get something that we can all root for. So I'm excited. Yeah, we have our team back. Actually going to be starting here in uh, just a couple of days. Once this podcast is released, um, it's probably going to be about uh, probably tomorrow from when you're listening, uh, which is July yeah. 11th. So let's jump into it, gentlemen, because we don't have a lot of time to waste. While we're kind of starting to talk about this, by the way, I am going to uh, pop a beer open. I hope you guys excuse me, but I am in my office right now, and I just got a fridge, and I filled it up with beer. So anybody that wants to send me beer to talk about on this podcast, I am more than open. So is Steve. So is Drew. We will welcome all Cheers. beers uh, that come our way. Any sponsorships from breweries specifically because uh, we like we like beers, and uh, especially San Diego beer. So anyways. I'm just going to throw it out there that I have a kegerator, and I'm accepting um, kegs as well. So, Oh, you know. shh. Okay. <laughs> That's a, and it's a literal trickle-down <laughs> economics. Most things are <laughs> a literal trickle-down yes. effect, but Steve's kegerator trickles down to all of us. Yeah. So. <laughs> it does. So we also approve of that message completely. <laughs> yes. So let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, we We're going to start with uh, happy news, which is two 
local players have been signed to the San Diego Loyal. In case you guys missed it, I don't know where the heck you have been. These guys actually were a part of this team from the beginning, but it's been official now. It has now been made official, I should say. And uh, I just have to give kudos to San Diego Loyal media team who has been taking pictures of these guys for a long, long time. And they have pictures of these two guys just, like, loving on each other. And uh, Mr. Jordan Chavez and Mr. Austin Guerrero from Chula Vista, both of them signed to Team One San Diego Loyal. Welcome to the club. You guys, what, do you, what are your insights on these two guys? How do you guys feel about them fitting into this club? It's exciting, man. I, I mean, more local players, like... Um, I, I, I love to see it. I mean, it's kind of what it's all about, right? Let's build this community. Let's, let's get people that, um, you know, are from here. It, it, it means more. I mean, you know, talking to Sal, hearing, hearing Sal, you know, on all the, the podcasts and stuff that he's doing yeah. you know, through the quarantine, you know, he talks about how much this has meant to him and how much, you know, he was done. He was retired. He, he was, he was going to retire in San Diego or, or, um, or Las Vegas and, and, you know, raise his family. Excuse me. And uh, he said this is the one thing that would have pulled him out of retirement, and that's exactly what happened. You know, you can tell how much this means to him. Um, so I think that reflects the same with these two new players. Obviously, Eric Avila as well from Carlsbad. So, um, you know, I, I think out. it's phenomenal. I, I, I'd love to see, because I think it, it means that much more um, to the players when they're on the field representing the club. Absolutely. Jordan Chavez, Chavez, uh, Jordan Chavez, I'm already starting to stumble. This tequila was fantastic. Uh, Jordan Chavez <laughs> carved his way to pro soccer through local clubs. Uh, Albion, Chula Vista FC, and then into the uh, USL Championship, right? Um, Landon Donovan said, and I quote, Jordan impressed us from day from the day we first saw him play for Chula Vista FC. He's a humble and a kind young man. Who has improved tremendously in his short time with our club as a native chula vista he is committed to this community and is a huge asset to our club um, and and that's the main thing it's like don't just sign guys that, because they're local sign them because they're going to be an yeah. asset to the club and i think that's they're doing a great job right? and isn't this like the isn't this like the dream of you know all the kids that are playing on chula vista fc and albion like 100 work your way up prove your rank you know work hard earn your stripes and then get noticed you know get noticed through the little things, through the little practices, um, and it reflects in the game, and then you work your way up. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I, I can't wait to see him play for, for Loyal. And by proxy, this is that, right? Like, they were hired on after, you know, the entire, like, scouring of the United States. We bring in Joe Greenspan from the East Coast. We bring in different, different people from different places, right? Um, and I from, from all over the world. Right? Yep. Yeah. And then we end up with uh, with these dudes who are right in our own backyard because the fact that they on a on a stage compared to the talent we already had, which is the ideal situation. So yeah. it's awesome. Was Austin our our starter for the uh, preseason match? Yes, he was in goal, right? So we were told, yes. "Here's this number one." By the way, he's kind of from around here, but we don't have a jersey name for him yet. We're trialing him somewhat. So it was pretty cool to see him be officially let in and, and kind of put into that status of, hey, we're signed and we're in because they, they've done a heck of a job from what I've seen. So I'm excited. For sure. And I know that um, we had another goalkeeper who at one point was actually – um, with the club, and then was sent over to Tucson FC. 
right? And so we've had some pretty good goalkeepers. Um, I think once um, Kempen came around, that was another thing too, right? And so we have yep. now Austin Guerrero being added, um, a hometown kid. Uh, again, with with Austin, Landon said, uh, and I quote: "Austin is a true pro who makes the team better every single day. His teammates, his teammates love him, and he's a pleasure to work with." We are thrilled to add another San Diegan to our Team 1 roster. I think in the beginning when you saw some of the comments coming out of uh, social media, a lot of them were like, oh, well, this is gonna a team that's going to represent San Diego. Where's all the San Diego players? Well, here you go. right? And, uh, and I, I said it from the beginning. I think the three of us mentioned to a lot of people, like, just hang out there. Like, hold on. There's some San Diego players coming. But, I mean, this is like a process, right? And you're seeing some somebody like Austin uh, Guerrero. A lot of people don't understand. Like he has a history in his short amount of time that he's been a professional. He started with San Diego Surf, by the way. He moved on to the yep. Port- Portland Pilots, making his way through the U23 of the Timbers, right? And then he went up to Tigres, Tigres in Mexico. And he yeah. was in Tigres, jumped around, went to Puebla. They went on to Alianza FC, uh, North Carolina. He was there for a little while. Uh, then making his way into Reno FC. We all know uh, Reno's uh, story. They're still around. They're doing great stuff. Uh, you know, and we managed to bring him back home, basically, is where we're at, right? And so um, I'm excited to see him on goal as well, along with our other two goalkeepers, who are, by the way, fantastic. Um, but it's just it's just one of those things. Like we have such a well-rounded team, and now bringing these two guys in in Austin Guerrero, um, and you know in uh, oh shoot Jordan Chavez Jordan Chavez. Thank you, sir. thank you, sir. Uh, Mr. Jordan Chavez, by the way, who is I've seen him play in uh, in that game when we went up uh, up north to watch him play. Oh my goodness, he's good. So, anyways. Um, and do, there's some players in here that you guys have not been able to actually see how good they actually are. And I can't wait for you guys to see that. Oh, Amal Knight, by the way, is who went over to Tucson FC. Um, That's right. I, I actually have known about this move for a little while, and um, he asked me not to say anything um, because he contacted me, and he's like, yeah, you know, I hope they call me back soon. He wants to be here. So that's the other thing I wanted to mention is these players want to be here, Right. Oh, yeah. John Kempen, Irvin Parra, Joe Greenspan, Carlos Alvarez, Raul Mendiola. These guys, they, they're they looking for a team to play for and be there long term. These guys are yep. seasoned players. Even though they're young, they're seasoned. Francis Atuahene, now with the whole Dallas FC Dallas thing going on, I'm sure he's going to be here for a while. Charlie Adams, you're looking at Jack Metcalf. I mean, that guy is our captain, you know, like along with Sal Cizo. Like, it's just, it's just, it's happening. So these two guys... Going back to local local players, I mean, what more do you want to ask for? Like, what more do you want other than homegrown, right? That's the next step, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I a homing bacon effect, right? Like, it's it's a few things. It's waves of information. It's, hey, Landon's the coach. That's that's enticing to some people. It's, hey, He's all right. this, uh, this, this team is backed by people who are financially well-sound, but also morally well-sound, right? They want good people, right? Yes. And we've seen that in the people they've hired and who they've, who they've uh, adopted as players um, into their model. And so I think it's like it, it is all of these things that are waves that go out into the community that then people bring back and they say, this is what we want as a player. 
uh, is ideally health, a great environment to train 24-7, and finance to know that I'm financially in a market that's going to back me, and fan-wise, uh, passionate fans. We've shown that we have all of that, so I think it's, it's one of those things where um, you know, those different waves of information as they get out around the country, people just go, this is a no brainer for me. Even if I'm at this point in my career, here's what I want to, where I want to come. And we've seen that with different players, right? Older in their career, younger in their career, and then kind of prime in their career in the, in the form of Joe, I think is kind of the, the capitalistic player. Most people look at, but, um, you know, it's, it's really all ranges of different types of players wanting to come play here and especially local players to kind of put them out on the, on that stage and compare them with these great talents to me is what's really exciting and really fun. Absolutely. Um, and it's just exciting to have the team back, right, where we get to enjoy them again. Um, oh, yeah. You're looking at some of these players um, that we feel, I think from the beginning, the three of us had conversations about some of these names and we're like, oh, my God, this guy's going to be a game changer. And we haven't even seen them show up because yeah. there's so much talent in this th in this team. I'm talking about people like Emre Clementa, right? We haven't seen him completely. We haven't seen somebody like well, Carl, Colin Martin maybe a little bit, but I mean, Carl yeah, he had Alvarez. the he had the assist in the in the second game. That's right. There you go. Off the free kick. Yep. Um, yeah. you know, it's just Ashley Nazira. I think we're expecting a lot from him as well as a center forward coming into this uh, into the squad. So it's just exciting, man. And because we do get to have so many, uh, so many, you know. Uh, Choose what I'm having a brain fart, but during this this game kind of tournament thing that we're, that we're doing with the USL, we get what is it like 15 different uh, players that can switch out or something like that? 11? Five subs. Is it five? Okay, um, maybe I, five uh, subs. Yeah, five subs. But I wasn't exaggerating that much. No, I mean even subs. like you're, I mean I'm you're naming saying. players and stuff like that. But I think most of the audience and the fans here, you know, these players aren't you know, widely known like they are across MLS. You know, we don't have yes. a Carlos Vela. Like, I mean, yeah, we have a Salzizo, but at the same time, you know, the, the veteran, but the rest of the roster, you know, mostly young kids who are unproven, unknown, we're going to learn about them through playing time, through the games. You know, we already learned so much about them through the first game and through the second game, but we only got two games. So, That's yeah, true. I'm stoked to be able to watch our club again and learn more about the players on the field and learn more about the, you know, what they're about. You, you hear Landon talk on interviews and podcasts and articles and you, you know, you hear hit the, you, you hear or read like the, how excited he is in his voice, but it, it, you, we don't get to see training. You know, we don't get to see these moments. We, we got to see 180 minutes, you know, and maybe some preseason, but it's not the same no. of, 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 of soccer. So, you know, I, I'm stoked to watch our players, you know, again, let's, Let's see how Zizo and Greenspan interact in defense, and let's see how, um, you know, Metcalf runs the midfield, and let's see how Avila, you know, runs the kind of attacking role. Like, I want to see these players back in action. So, um, that's I'm, I'm so stoked for that. We should mention Drew that we have played two games basically, and they're counting for this tournament at this point. We only get yeah. to play 14 games in total. Uh, now we are in Group B. Right out of four groups total, um, Group A, Group B, Group C, Group D, we are in B, along with LA Galaxy Two, your favorite Las Vegas Lights FC, Orange County SC. Oh, I'm sorry, your favorite Phoenix Rising FC. Boo. <laughs> and 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 ourselves. Uh, so sorry, the plague the truly... Phoenix uh, Rising FC. Sorry. <laughs> How do you feel that this uh, group? 
kind of, I don't know, how, how's it looking to you? How confident are you that we can get out of the group stage and into the, um, you know, playoffs? This is always the fight, man. Like, this was always the group that we had to fight our way out of, right? This is always the teams we were going to have to play a lot because USL still is, you know, not a, it's a national league. It's a West and East conference. But they're still going to schedule you a lot with the teams that are around you geographically. So this is always the group we had to fight our way out of. It's just now trial by fire. We're now a baby that's thrown in with a switchblade that has to cut its way out. And I'm confident this is a chunky baby. This is a baby that's got heft. And it's around other baby. We're, we're acting like it's around a bunch of grown adults. These are teams that have been around, it, no disrespect to any of these teams, only about 10 years, right? 10 to 15 years, most of these teams. So, unless yeah. there, there's no extended, they act like they're established, but at the same time, they were a baby very shortly ago, right? Maybe in a different circumstance. So, I think we are a better model. I think we're put together well, and I think we're put together for a knife fight. That was always the case. That's always the way it's been described to us. So yeah. I'm confident in these players to go in and be a baby in a knife fight and, and work our way out. Yeah, I think, I think the, the Michael, point is... You're the Michael Jackson in the uh, uh, whatever music video it is, uh, Beat It, of, uh, <laughs> of baby <laughs> fighting our way out. <laughs> yes, that's actually... No, I mean, it's just because we're the new guys that are around doesn't mean we're the weaklings. You know, we got a good coach. We have a good, a great front office. I think our roster is as good or and as deep as anybody. Totally. Um, I think Phoenix is obviously, you know, they their their win streak last year was absolutely incredible to watch and kind of follow. Um, Orange County's got a good team, you know. So I think those are the two kind of teams to beat, and I think we'll be we'll be fighting it out for that. Um, That's gonna be interesting. So I, especially starting, I mean, starting this weekend. So. When this comes out tomorrow, you know, Monarchs reigning champions. They won USL the USL championship last year. So uh, that's, what, that's that's a huge that's a huge uh, first game. That's how you want to starting at altitude is <laughs> like <laughs> And it's supposed to be like ninety eight degrees on Saturday too. Oh jeez. Yay. Yeah. With mouth Yay. breathers. And masks, but yeah. We'll get there. I'm gonna read it the way that I feel Landon Donovan said this. Okay. But, uh, and I quote, <laughs> Can't wait. We couldn't be more excited to finally step on the field again and play. <laughs> Our, uh, oh, sh- stop making me laugh. Our players have worked incredibly hard for this moment, and we couldn't ask for a better first opponent than the defending USL champs. It'll be a great day for San Diego and all SD loyal fans. <laughs> no, I'm sure he he means that, but I don't think he's very much excited about the fact that mm, they're letting people in to this damn game. Like, why? It's confusing. It's why? confusing for the players. <sighs> it's confusing for us as fans. <sighs> We're being told to not do stuff. And Utah might be fine. Utah might be this impervious the, bubble by no. which no one has set a place on the moon. But no, they're it's not distract, fine. It's distracting. In any in any descent, let's say that nothing ever happens, everything goes off fine. In your worldview, it's totally okay. It's distracting, and I think that's what's difficult for the players and everyone involved. Sure. Kind of, kind of my point on the on the fans is, um, it's a move in the wrong direction. Look at the look at the spread right now. Look at the numbers. Look at you know look at the curves. Look at everything. It's going back up. 
So why are we opening more up? We need to be controlling this virus. We need to be going the right direction. We need to be shutting more down and only be, you know, opening essential things. And now that we're a few months into this, you know, maybe not even just essential things, but things that, you know, the data shows aren't risky places. Like somewhere that I would have thought would be such a high risk of a place would be gyms. But here in San Diego, there's been zero outbreaks at gyms, which is incredible, right? I mean, that's, there's been a ton at bars and breweries and restaurants and stuff like that, but there's been none at gyms. And I would have thought, oh, gyms are, you know, those are just a hotspot, but there's, there's actually hasn't been any, but at the same time, you know, allowing and opening a stadium, even at a quarter capacity, it's a, it's allowing for people to go and drink too much and then forget protocols or not care so much. And it's, it's, it's just a step in the wrong direction. It's, it's an opportunity to, to make things so much worse than it needs to be. And what we really need to be focusing on is the health of the population here. It's about the collective. It's about moving things forward. It's about, well, what about next year? What about the future? Like, are we ever going to get this under control? If this is the mindset, if the the mindset's, but we need live sports, then are we ever going to move past this? And I think the answer to that is, well, what about the vaccine? But the vaccine's not just going to be like this magical thing in one week where everybody gets vaccinated. It's going to be a rollout period where things take a long time you know, for people to get vaccinated. So I think we, we, it's, it's so frustrating. It's just a step in the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, and I, as much as I want to this weekend, as much as I want to gather and organize a watch party and, you know, let's go to a brewery and watch all this, you know, COVID be damned. Like that's not responsible. We have to think of the health of you, our listeners and you, our members. And, um, you know, we, we, we have to be socially responsible. We have to be morally responsible to, to our society, to our community. And right now things are just crazy spiking again. And so we all have to watch from the comfort of our own home. There's no, there's no fast pass back to normal, right? Like there's no like, Hey, it's a good day to say that too. Didn't Disney just open up today or something like that? Not uh, in Florida, but not here because they're tone deaf maybe, but the California Disney, and at least like most people here in the state of California understand we're not in a position to do that. We just don't know where the virus is. Right. And the state of Utah feels like they're impervious and that they know what's going on. And that's politically their bait. Right. But for us, I think what we figured out here is that we just don't have the science to to astoundingly say we know what's going on. And so it's very difficult to put our players in that position. And what I said before is that the distraction is mainly what I feel if I was a coach in this situation is I'm trying to control the circumstance. And this is a great chance to control circumstance. And you're giving me a variable I don't even like find reasonable, but I also find just at the core core sense to be like painting the locker room pink. It's like an Iowa state thing they do in Iowa. I think it's either Iowa or Iowa state. They paint the locker room pink for the visitor, entirely pink. The lockers, the bathroom, every toilet is pink. They do this to distract you from the fact that you're playing them and freak you out because it's such a low psych move type of thing. And that's not what this is. I think they're economically trying to find a model to find their way back to having people in the stands for whatever reason. But it, it feels like that and it just feels disingenuous and it doesn't feel correct. And when we had 600 deaths, I think on the day we shut down the entire league and we have about a hundred times that 
starting back up the league, having people in the stands feels like the wrong move, regardless of where you are in the country, based on what's happening elsewhere. So me, it's just reading the room. And that's what finds it really hard is like the temperature doesn't feel right to step into the pool at this point. And it, it just from that sense is hard. But Corley, as the visiting team, it feels like a massive distraction going to altitude for our first game in a yeah. record yeah. off time where players haven't played and no player has played this game for, for this record period of off time, right? I think the so. I think the quote the, the, the quote that's been floating around too. Oh no. You broke up. Oh d- Yeah, you were you were sampling yourself. Yeah, yeah oh. dude, it's a wicked uh, wicked we, 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 <laughs> there They're so focused on whether they could and they stopped yeah. they didn't stop to think if they should, you know. Exactly. Yes. Jurassic Park, man. That's exactly yeah. it. No, cheers to that. I I agree with both of you. So the twenty going forward though, uh, we have no yes. choice. The twenty twenty USL championship opening weekend, Saturday, July eleventh. Guess who starts it off, gentlemen? The real monarchs of Salt Lake City versus San Diego Loyal support The leading Western Conference so, team slash group team. The uh, returning champs versus the number one spot in the league, the San Diego Loyal. At we were also the sorry. Go also ahead. the last game played before the shutdown. Not not even not just yeah. in the USL Championship, but all of the United States. Yeah, and then we're the first player, the first team back. I mean, so. you know, no big deal, but you know, we're kind of kind of a big deal. Four p.m. Eastern, <laughs> which means one p.m. in San Diego. ESPN Deportes. Uh, the CW, I believe, is hosting it as well. Uh, we are all going to meet in Mr. Uh, Ricardo Campos's backyard and watch this game. Uh, <laughs> DM me for information of his of uh, his address. I will send it beer over to you. And uh, all beer on him, food, everything. There's going to be some clowns. There's going to be some face painting. There's going to be all Brazilian sorts of stuff. clowns. Brazilian clowns. Yeah. There's going to be all sorts of stuff going on in his backyard. Over in uh, Carmel, Carmel Valley, I believe is where he lives. Um, I will send that information over to you. Just reach out to me. Um, and then Indy 11 versus St. Louis FC, 7 p.m. Eastern, which means uh, 7 minus 3 equals 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Pacific time. Indy 11, St. Louis. Tampa Bay Rowdies versus Atlanta United at uh, 430 uh, Colorado Spring Switchbacks versus uh, New Mexico United at 5. El Paso Locomotive versus Rio Grande Valley at 6.30. Phoenix Rising versus Galaxy 2 at 7. On ESPN Deportes. And that's for your Saturday. And then on Sunday, Louisville City FC versus Pittsburgh River Hounds uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern, which makes it 5 minutes. Two at two p.m. Pacific, and then Monday <laughs> at, at four p.m. Pacific. OKC Energy versus FC Tulsa, and then Sacramento Republic versus Tacoma Defiance at seven p.m. Pacific time. I hope I did that right. I I do not know these uh, time changes, but there you it was go. Correct. There you have that it. was all correct. Yay! Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. The 2020 USL Championship opening weekend, which is fucking funny because, uh, and I'm going to cut myself out. It, can we cuss? Yeah, we can cuss. Whatever. I don't give a crap. Uh, opening, 2020. Opening weekend. Uh, we already had this, but we're it, it, they're calling it opening weekend again. So, reopening weekend. Reopening weekend. If you go onto everybody's website, this is opening weekend on there. 
Um, but there you go. There you have it. That's your entire schedule. We open it up. Real Monarchs, the returning champions of 2019, against the reigning first place San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. So can it's we, an honor oh, when you put it like that. Honestly. Oh, 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 hold on. Well, it's not can an we honor. Talk about what it's fact. It's can we fact. talk about? Steve, can we talk about what the club's going to be wearing? <gasps> yes. Can, uh. Segue. Bum, 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 bum. In that case, it is an honor. We're dressing very dapper for the honor of the uh, and uh, the champs inviting us into their home. That that black kit is. Let's fire. talk about this kit. Listen, dressing uh, like spies. This is this almost, is why this like, music is playing in the background. This is just like, yeah. Let's talk so about smooth. How, <laughs> let's talk about how smooth this. this oh yeah. This thing is. Listen, we are wearing the most beautiful kit. I'm not even lying. This is the most beautiful kit that I've seen the USL ever produce. Yeah. And I, and it's not yeah. and it's not me saying like uh, saying it as a San Diego Loyal Soccer Club supporter. This is me saying it as a normal human being who comes in and is like, "Yo, I like fashion. What's up? What you got?" The third kit. Guys, who who wants to take this? Steve? Steve. Man, I mean, started when uh, I don't think it's a surprise at this point, and if it is to anybody, um, oh well. Um, <laughs> Steve Wagner, you know, kind of leaked that it was the the third kit was going to be black. Thanks, on, Steve. Um, the Loyalist podcast. It's, it's, just, it's a Steve um, thing. It's a Steve sh- thing. Shouts to yeah. Lance. Um, <laughs> a while ago, so that that was kind of leaked out, and you know, rumors <laughs> were, were were going. And um, I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't. I mean. The release, the look, the color, the um, the Black Lives Matter, the Together San Diego, and they they completely tore this release up. It was so good. I will be at Soccer Loco tomorrow at twelve thirty, swiping my credit card and buying one. Absolutely, it's the tuxedo of thing of jerseys, right? Like it's almost too fancy to wear. <laughs> I had a thing with the white kit. I decided I'm not going to wear it except for game days. But like, and I'm going to wear this like too much to where it's like the guy who just like has a tuxedo and then it's just like all the frills are out, right? Like, I love it so much. We were told when the jerseys came out that there was a third one. We were, we were told rumbles, right? Like, hey, little rumbles, they're my little crumbs. You're going to be excited about a thing that happens in the future. And the fulfillment of that was always like, uh, you could see the excitement in their eyes, like, oh, it's good. Trust us. Yeah. And uh, to now experience that with the extra meaning of the last two months behind us in terms of the social justice movement that's happening and tying it all together of, hey, there there was this idea. And now that idea is tied to the fabric of our society and what we stand for. And a promise that we've always we've already made to this community, but now is fulfilled through this. All of that is beautiful. Like the jersey itself is beautiful. The kid itself is beautiful. Now the ideal behind it, the heart inside of the black heart that beats inside of that jersey, is just everything that comes together for everyone to say, you know, shut up and take my money. But also, how do I wear this to? represent what i'm about what my my club is about and what um my club stands for and i think those things were always the biggest things to most people and when we talk about fan owned 
it's a great concept, but really fan run is better. And this feels fan run, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in, in whatever aspect, uh, this is something we all wanted, but it's being manifested in real time, which is fantastic for our club to produce and marry that aspect of what their their ambition is with what our wants are. I think that's what's beautiful about it, honestly. Well, let's and let's talk about the ten percent proceeds um, that they're giving to charity here. Yes, you know, that's a yeah. big one. Amidst amidst a global pandemic, you know, I'll point out that you know, San Diego Loyal was one of, if not the only cl- club, to not lay off anybody. You know, fully staffed, no furloughs. Retain um, everyone. They attained everybody, which is absolutely incredible. So, um, almost every fortune. I mean, shouts to Andrew. But then, everyone, so that's but amazing. then now, now they released this block kit that is absolutely incredible, and I think will fly off the shelves. And this could be a huge sense of revenue to them, right? Like this could be a way for not only Andrew but the club in general to kind of recoup some of the finances that they've undoubtedly lost and undoubtedly will lose because you know no fans in the stands. Everybody knows that USL is largely based you know revenue is largely based on turnstile tickets um and that's not happening this year so here this the, you know the sale of these block kits could be a huge revenue gain for them and they're still donating 10 percent of proceeds you know that that could be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars um and they still chose to do it because that's what the club is about I, I, it, 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 it makes them proud to support them it makes higher profit right it's a lot like it's the entire thing versus like not just their entire share personally, but the entire profit of the Jersey, it's 10%. So it's, it's a lot, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, you look at this Jersey and who wouldn't want to buy this damn thing? Like it is beautiful. Um, We have, they would have bought it either way. We have an updated uh, SD loyal crest on there, right? It's just basically the outline of our original crest and i've already had people message me and say hey is this gonna be our crest from now on i'm I'm like no i'm sorry this is not it um they said well this looks way better just like this it's so clean but if you look at this jersey it is like a black and gray kind of okay so if you own the orange original orange jersey i believe it's the same kind of material kind of print Mm. But it's in black and gray, right? Where you see kind of a little bit of a scratch type of feel to the fabric. Where it's not just orange, but also a little bit of bright orange and yellowish. Um, It's the same idea, right? Black and gray all through. And then you have our crest outline in like a teal. We're going to call it the Tory Green, but it's a little bit more teal than anything. Um, And then... You know, just it's cleanliness, man. You, you see the back of it; it's gonna say "Black Lives Matter," right, in the um, promos. I don't know. I, I'm wondering. Do you guys know this? Do are the players gonna wear "Black Lives Matter"? Or are they gonna wear their actual names on the jerseys? They're gonna wear "Black Lives Matter." Nice. Love that. And that's yeah. happening. Yeah. That, not not that just only the the jerseys they're putting in the stores first all say black lives matter you cannot buy a jersey Woo! when you Love hear this that. podcast in a store that Love doesn't that. say black lives matter on it which is a again a statement and i think some people gloss over that but for a team that's in its first year in a new market that's seeking out fans and before fans even know what it is say we're we're black lives matter yeah i, I don't care who you are and what you stand with 
we are very much about what that is about and we're about this community and the people oh, in the community and they're, they're, the, the human beings, right? Very much so. And that to me is what's, what's awesome. So yeah. I, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about the fact that they will leave you the option if you want to buy a jersey and, and put something else on the back. That's okay. Um, we won't judge you, I guess, silently. But um, <laughs> the fact that they uh, have, they're leading that strongly with this jersey that it is the Black Lives Matter jersey to the point of um, marketing and, and putting it in the stores that way, I think, to me, speaks volumes about their intent. 100%. within the community and then culture overall, not just about this jersey, but moving forward about possibly other integrations and other kits and whatever. Yeah. San Diego Loyal actually tweeted out this quote and I quote, this team will always stand for more hashtag black lives matter. Like that in itself tells you this club gets it. This club yeah. understands what this community is about, what we are all about. And that is supporting one another and being there for each other. Um, it, and I'm just, dude, I'm looking at this kit. I just, I love it so much. So, so much. I'm yeah. so excited for it. We got to see. Um, Let's talk about the content, the production. It. Like, man, how good sure. is this? Go for it. Go for it. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, we got to see it a little bit sooner and I just couldn't show anybody. And it's, yeah. it's like hurt to keep it inside. But you know what? So worth it because the, the, comments and the um the feedback that we've seen drew a raw emotion yeah right raw, I, I think, pure, like, drew, yeah. drew said it, he's like i've seen nothing but positives um and i think steve yeah. i think the three of us all agree that this is just probably the most positive response we've gotten from anything from san diego loyal that we've seen so far <laughs> and second only to mr travis peterson's stickers which by the way if you haven't gotten there's there's a couple left if you're listening right now, there are I think there's less out. than 10 left. There might be sold out. Um, so you better go and get those. But uh, we'll talk yep. about them later. Anyways, back to what we're talking about. Go for it. Go. How do you guys feel about this? I think it's incredible, man. I, I, I love the stance that they've taken. Um, I think you, you kind of referenced, you know, Twitter being a platform. The chairman, um, Andrew, he tweeted out earlier, um, I'm going to get this out of the way so no one gets twisted. We're going to make it, we're making a human rights statement. It's that simple. Say it with me, Black Lives Matter. Yes. It just again, it just says what this club stands for. You know, they they get it. It's it's not about um, this isn't political. You know, as as much as the rest of the country and you know other entities within it try to politicize you know the movement right now. Yep. Um, the simple fact is, it's not. It, it's not. It's about a human rights movement that um, needs to be made yet again for equality and for um, you know pushing for what's right. You know, black people are treated differently and unfairly in this country, and it's time to change that. You know, um, it's it's not acceptable anymore. This is this is a, we're in. It's literally 2020, and uh, we're still talking about this, and it's unacceptable. So, um, it's time to change. It, it's 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 time to not let the wave that was, you know, a couple of weeks ago with the protests and with the statements and the black squares on Instagram, you know, fade away. It, yeah. it, it, this, this, this is a, it has to keep going. You know, we have to keep pushing forward and, and, and standing for what's right and making a difference in, in the world. Um, and I think that the club doing this um, isn't just a statement on Twitter or Instagram, um, but it's actual it's action. You know, they're going to wear this. I, I don't know how many times, um, but it, 
it says that they stand for more, especially, you know, donating the 10%. Yeah. They're putting their money where their mouth is, you know, and it, it's so respectful. It, I'm blown away. Dude, so you're it makes me so proud, you know? Yeah, well, I think it makes all of us proud. But you mentioned um, um, Andrew Vasiliades, who said this was number one of our cultural series, which is ridiculous. What does that mean? Mm. We're expecting some more to come. Where, where are we going? Um, and, and, and Drew, by the way, something straight from San Diego Loyal. Um, they said you'd be able to customize the jersey. So you can choose to put Black, Black Lives Matter on it if you go to um, Soccer Logo or on SoccerLogo.com. Um, your own message or a name. You can have whatever you want on it. Uh, I We won't judge people if they want to put anything that they want on it. But by the way, I might put Jimenez on it. I also think that probably having Black Lives Matter 20 on it, uh, we'd be able to look back at this jersey word and say, hey, this, this brings us back. It's kind of like my tattoos, man. For those of us that have tattoos that have a meaning, we understand that it's because it's a certain part of our life where we, when we got that tattoo, that it gives us some sort of meaning, right? It's kind of the same thing for a jersey. If we get to wear that 10 years from now, hopefully Absolutely. this mess has fixed itself and we are no longer in this weirdness of a world that we're in right now. We can look back and be like, hey, this was something that we went through, kids, right? Diego and Elias. And Bryce, right? <laughs> and so be, yeah. be able to talk about oh, this stuff and be like, yo, we lived through this stuff and this is where we're at. So the, in that sense, I, I think putting Black Lives Matter on our jersey is awesome. However, if you want to buy the jersey, you can put whatever you want on it. According to San Diego Loyal, which is fantastic. It's uh, it's your tuxedo. Put whatever yes. bow tie you want on it. Yeah. You know? There you go. I like that. So. But as you're saying, Black Lives Matter is not just this jersey. It's not right now. It's the rest of our lives, right? The the rest of our lives will be spent paying back the debt that's owed to the systemic racism that's happened in our country. And so we've known it. We've known it for me for 33 years in my bones. It's just something that you, you slowly comes out of you and you feel it more and more to the point where you can look in the mirror and accept it. And then do something about it. And that's where we're at now as a country, which is fantastic. And I'm glad that we're younger in our lives mm-hmm. than older to be able to do this. But the rest of our lives will be spent. So uh, that's why, as you said, Black Lives Matter 20, I think, is something that will live on forever. And I think that what it, it's a jersey, it's capitalism, it's whatever to, to a certain extent because it's filling a need and a void and it's there. But the the stance it's taking and the audacity honestly is a good mm-hmm. word to use here the audacity mm-hmm. of a club to say we're putting ourselves not only behind the concept and just putting on the back of our jersey for our first week back but we are literally embracing this as a core concept of us to the point where this is not the first this is the first of a series this is not just one yeah of one this is one of many unlimited and let's uh, let's also is, talk about yeah awesome. let's also talk about how um you know, the black kit, um, you know, it was supposed to be released this season as a third kit. And then it was pushed because, you know, COVID, they, were, they weren't going to release the black kit. And then it was Andrew. Andrew was the one who, who kind of stepped up and said, no, we need to do this now. You know, oh. we need to do this and it needs to say Black Lives Matter. And we need to, um, you know, we need to make a statement. And, and he, he was the one who pushed for it. And um, again, I just, it couldn't make me more proud. I think 
Um, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about Andrew real quick because some people that yeah. are listening to this pod may not necessarily know when we say Andrew this, Andrew that, and they haven't he's been able to be a part of this. Yeah. He's not mysterious. He's he's very much San Diego. It, I think he's so approachable, which makes him even so much more likable. Um, yes. and, uh, Drew wants to set him up as mysterious, but he he came into our section on the game on game day with his wife. And they came in. Oh, he's only mysterious because they don't know him. That's what. Oh, okay. Just, oh, right, right. We only had a month to get to know him. We haven't got to. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. He's not okay. the. I'll give you that. <laughs> he's not the box suite owner. He's the guy who's going to walk the concourse and get to know his 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 community and his fans and his fan base and understand exactly. You know how to get to how to how to know them better and how to connect with them better and uh, how to change and adapt you know so I, I, I feel like drew is more mysterious than andrew but that's just i'm just saying <laughs> I'm i've known drew for a couple of years and i feel like he's more mysterious <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure uh but it's part I, of the magic you have to create a smoke uh passage to create <laughs> to put the mirrors in. yes so andrew vasiliades is our chairman and what that means is he's he's the guy that has the money basically he owns yeah. san diego loyal and at the end of the day the majority of decisions that are um like okay we're gonna start playing in 2020 that was andrew um and i respect him so much because he is a part of this community and he is actually a supporter just like we are he loves the sport just as much as we do he follows the sport just as much as we do and he understands it. He gets it. He understands our point of view. And he goes and 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 sees yeah, what needs to be done, and then he gets it done, right? And yeah, so, I mean, so, even on the yeah, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt, but on the no. point of he's one of us. He's a supporter, like we are. Um, I was talking to him at um one of the preseason events. Um, not a preseason, but before the season started. Um, and we were talking about the 2014 World Cup. And. Andrew was at O'Brien's in his Kyle Beckerman jersey pinned against the wall in a packed house watching the game <laughs> nice. with us just like everybody else. And, you know, little do we know that this guy has money and he loves soccer and he wants to build a club and all that stuff. But, you know, just six years ago, he was sitting. He, I could have been right next to him and I, I wouldn't have known it. You know what I mean? He was just like us. Yeah. And he still is. Yeah. You know, nothing. Those those little simple facts don't change, you know. It, it, it's who he is. It's part of who he is. He came into our section. I saw him walking the concourse, you know, at the preseason game that we were there and the, the the home opener. Like, he's not the kind of guy who wants to sit in a box suite with his Dom Perignon and, and you know, <laughs> I made this. And he, he ain't like that at all. Man. He wants to drink his Stone IPA just like us, just like we do. And that's why I love him. I love and respect him so much. He is so San Diego, man. It's not even funny. Yeah. He's, he's more San yeah, Diego than, uh, than the three of us. Like, it's fucking weird. It's weird <laughs> how that works out, but it is. It is true. His heart is wherever that equator is, right? Like, his heart is yeah. literally on that baseline. <laughs> like, his, his heart is the baseline that keeps beating with whatever the beat of the street is here in San Diego. It's, it's one of those things where his head might be, it's very smart. Obviously, his head is in certain places that other people's aren't to, to move advantageously in ways that other people don't see. But his heart has always been every time I talk to him, like, hey, man, what about this? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah my heart's been there. I thought about that. And it's just because, like, from a fan relatability standpoint, it's he's just right in that vein. Right. Anything you've been vibing on, he's probably already vibed on as a fan. 
before he thought even about it as, oh, I can actually impact it. I'm, I'm the owner I can, or the chairman. I can actually do something can, about this. Right? Like, yeah. like uh, versus, you know, like, oh, I'm a fan. Well, yeah, they should do that. Oh, wait, I can, I can do something because, you know, I kind of feel like that's how his approach is uh, versus somebody who says, uh, as you said, I'm going to sit back and kind of preach my will. It's very much a... Um, yeah, approachability, the ability to message back whenever you message him. Um, so yeah, he's not mysterious at all. Once you get to know him, it was more so from a standpoint of we just haven't gotten the chance to to have enough interactions as a group, right, with uh, all the different people at this club. And he's somebody who I think, especially uh, as people get to know him, will be so glad that uh, and thankful, and that this is the situation we're in versus anywhere else in the country with any other owner, honestly. Yeah, I have to bring it up. We had a conversation as locals. I, I couldn't make it, but I'm going to say we um, because I feel like I was there regardless in spirit with these guys being a part of it. But the locals being a part of this supporter group, you get to you, you get some perks and you get to talk to people like Andrew and like Mr. Warren and like Ricardo and a bunch of players and coaches and Landon and, and a uh, Carrie and Nate and people like that. If you're a part of the support group, you get the doors open to you. And just today, before we recorded about four hours ago, Mr. Uh, Mr. Andrew Vasiliades actually tweeted out. I really enjoyed the video chat I had with the locals. You guys crack me up. I also appreciate your serious questions about the direction of the club. And please know you're free to ask me anytime where we're headed thanks that tells you where his head at head is at that tells you where his mentality is at what he's trying to accomplish with this club and it's just it's exciting times man i mean we in san diego have a lot to look forward to actually before we record the day that it's going to get released probably there may be some information coming out that you guys are going to be getting actually very likely because I'm lazy, you're going to hear about this information before this gets released, before you get to hear this, possibly. However, there is some stuff coming out about a certain area in San Diego that may possibly become a site for a future stadium of this club. Okay, and there is not much information that we have about it. Please reach out to your, you know, to your club reach out to whoever you have to about this but just look out for that that was something that was conversed about uh within this uh you know zoom conversation it actually is not zoom you guys use they use something else right what do they use like go to go, meeting, go to meeting. Go to yeah i want to go to meeting um because they're fancy and they don't want to get uh jacked and uh there was a lot <laughs> of people how many how many people did we have at this last one 30 something uh, today was like 40 Oh, yeah, 40, 40, 40. 40. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. there was a lot of Collins too. Yeah. 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 I jumped in for a little bit. I had to work and then I jumped out, but, uh, I heard all about it and, uh, we just, we just have to say like, th these guys are doing it right. So that's why we're here. This, that's what this podcast is about is basically just catch you guys up. That's where we're at. New Jersey, uh, coming out, not New Jersey in New York, but new <laughs> Jersey, new kit. new kit, uh, is coming out very soon. Uh, we're almost at the one hour mark guys. I just want to make sure that you guys are aware of that. Um, there is a lot of stuff to still talk about. 
Um, I mentioned that we are going to be releasing that one uh, Mr. Todd Phillips episode coming up very soon, probably after this one. And then director of philanthropy, just to be clear, director of philanthropy. philanthropy. It was from three years years ago, back in uh, February. uh, There was a lot of tequila involved. Back in uh, back in yeah, the old January. It was January. Yeah, it was three years ago, right? Yeah, it feels that (laughs) way. Feels like it, man. (laughs) How did we go from January to July? Three, it's one other thing years. one other thing to mention as, as far as merch goes um we're now doing shipping so um if you guys you know need um your memberships still fulfilled um reach out to us or um go on the website and buy the shipping option and i'll get your stuff to you um all the sticker sets got sent out um today so that the 9th of july the orders that you know were, were made up until um I, I took that stuff to the post office. How many are left of that set? I think less than 10. Jeez. I'd have to check, but I think it's less than 10. So, If you guys yeah. haven't seen those, golly, please go. go Travis, they could be gone by the time this podcast goes up. It's, true. it's, true. it's hot. So if it's you're true. listening to this and you want it, you need to go buy it because it will also, be gone. 15 bucks. That's it. And you get yeah. a kit that's yeah. ne- you get a set of stickers that's never going to be released ever again. I'm just so a few more. There Ooh. we are. A few oh, more. You hear that crackling? You hear that crackling? That's Drew showing us the stickers. You can't actually see oh, yeah, that crackling. Ooh. Yeah, you can hear it. It's plastic. That's me. That's the packaging. I'm not taking it out. And then Travis was nice enough to provide me with a artist's uh, comp set out of the packaging <gasps> that I'm now going to turn into magnets. And so I'll have magnets with all of the stickers <laughs> nice. on my fridge. Nice. Uh, and we have the a, packaging. I'm sure your wife loves that. Very much. <laughs> a little drop. <laughs> I'm going to do the same exact thing. <laughs> I'm going to take your idea and, and just make my way. There you go. <laughs> if I had extra magnets, I'd give it to him. But I think I have the exact right no, amount I, of magnets. I have some. Don't worry about They're it. They're just I like, yeah. Some. Yeah, I got a few. I'm good. They're, they're the 10 bucks on Amazon. Uh, just, yeah, or go to your local magnet store. You know, <laughs> everybody's got so we also <laughs> We also have a... We got locals masks on the way. Those Ooh. are on the way. Those orders have been placed. Those um, are on... Oh, if you haven't seen these... Just, oh, we haven't released them. Nobody's wait. seen them, dude. No, just leadership. So you think there's one, oh. but there's two. But we won't talk about the second one yet. We'll there's, just say that there's two masks. There's... there's Three. Drew, there's three masks. There's, well, there's three. <laughs> two masks and there's a, what is it? A, a guard. A guard. A face, a facial covering. Yes. A guard. Oof. So those are, those are going to be released soon. Um, I hope to get some kind of just, an update on timing ugh, tomorrow. Oh my um, gosh. Just wait for those. But we oh. might do a pre-sale so that once we get that kind of stuff in, we can just send it right out. Um, probably looking at like 12 bucks, 10 bucks, something like that. Yeah, affordable. That's our game. Good stuff, man. Oh, but so, yeah, it's it's cool. So the store has a lot of cool stuff. There's been a lot of new new slash old stuff. Stuff we plan on releasing you guys, you know, back in April and wherever in there. But we just never got the chance, and the world was different. So it's exciting. It's fun to have it all in there. So check it out. Free shipping on on some of it. Other stuff uh, shipping's included. Just check the pricing. But as Steve said, uh, shipping is now up and running. So anything you want to buy, we'll get it out to you with. Uh, Within a week, if we can, and then there's also things that we're shipping and printing out of a, a different facility that we have no control over. So, 
just check the uh, fine print when you buy stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I thank you for that's a segue because I, I wanted to mention this. So there's a few items in our store that are actually going to be shipped out by somebody else. It's a third party, and you have to make sure that you're aware of this. That means that your shipping is going to be separate from what we are doing. Uh, shout out to the Brokaw family because they have spent a lot of time making sure that your packages are being shipped out. Also, shout out to Drew and to Eileen Burns, Mr. Drew Steck and Eileen Burns, who have spent hours on making sure that our store looks fantastic and has items for you guys to buy. So... You guys are not realizing this, but this is completely 110% just done by people that are spending their time and effort to make this happen. None of I was going to say, Steve and Lydia, this. they're free time. It's like all their free time <laughs> with the baby, with everything. It's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Let's package stuff while we watch whatever exactly. show we're watching. I'm exactly. sure that's what they're, what's going on over there. So it's like... The baby sleeping. We have five orders. Let's go. <laughs> and same thing here. It's like, hey, he's like, hey, let's watch this thing. And I'm like, okay, I got to program this stuff into the website. And she's like, okay. And I'm just sitting there, you know, plugging it in. And so we're just all people doing what we can while we're watching our shows or living our lives. So, you know, it's it, it's 100 and 10% volunteer, right? Like nice. we're just living our lives, trying to make this what you guys dream it to be. Right. So if you're going to email us is what I'm trying to get at. If you're going to email us <laughs> about a complaint, be nice. Just be like, Hey, I'm um, just checking in on this order like that. Just like that, because you will get a much happier response uh, rather than you guys being like, what the hell is my order? I ordered this like uh, three, days ago, three days ago and I haven't gotten it yet. Um, understand that there's human beings behind this actually packaging your stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and, so, I'll, and I'll also yeah. say like, I'm a, I'm an engineer by trade. I, I, I make mistakes. You know, earlier today, somebody messaged us and said, Hey, you know, I only got one scarf under my order says two. And I looked at it up and I, there it is. Not the number two. And I only packed, you know, we only yeah. packed one scarf in there. So, um, mistakes are made, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make it right if, if we make mistakes. Um, but yeah, like Jerry said, be nice because <laughs> this, be nice. Uh, this is, it's a lot of work, you know, uh, sending all those, there was like 90 sticker sets that I went out today and, um, it's, a, it's just, it's manual labor to pack that stuff away and print the labels and put the labels on and seal them up. And it just takes time. You know, it, it, it all takes time. So, yeah. um, Love, appreciate the love too. Understanding, love. you know, love just and like, an investment just from take all this of us. Tip for everything, like literally everything you do in life, just don't don't be mean. Just be nice to the people doing stuff because even if it's their job, they'll do it quicker for you. So in this case, since we're volunteers, we'll definitely do it much quicker for you if you're nicer. So yes, if you're like, hey, I love you guys. You're the most amazing people on the planet and the most best looking people on the planet. What's up with my order? We're much likelier to help you order <laughs> much faster than, yes. hey, where's my stuff? Um, Very true. So yeah, that's just a tip for anyone in any line of service. <laughs> like, just be nicer. People are generally going to be give you better service than whatever you're doing. So for sure. we're going to try to do this podcast uh, once a week, I think, guys. Is that kind of yeah. That good? Yeah, once a week. That sounds sustainable. So for for, sure. so for a little while, I think that uh, you know we we stayed away from doing this because there was just too much confusion, too much work to do. Um, 
I, I have to give a shout out to our leadership who is just doing a fantastic job of making sure that we continue moving forward. Mr. Travis Peterson is just destroying it. Wait till you see the stuff he's been doing behind the scenes. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, unreal. Unreal. Uh, make sure that you stay tuned to what we have going on. If you're not a member, um, you know, I mean, I would consider becoming a member. Uh, definitely join our mailing list because we are just sending those emails out. Mainly, mainly Drew and Steve. I'm not doing a damn thing, even though I should be doing it. So, again, I just want to make sure that I tell you guys as we uh, reach the one-hour mark that I love these gentlemen. They are doing a bunch of work along with all other leadership members. There's 15 of us that are putting this all together. And then a lot of people behind the scenes that are actually putting in a lot of work, like uh, Mrs. Brookoff. So, yeah, people like that deserve uh, your love and respect. And the club itself is doing a fantastic job of keeping this going. Um, I yeah. think we're, we've pretty much hit everything that we need to hit for tonight. Uh, we'll be back next week and hit you guys up soon. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Is there anything you guys want to add before we call it a can night? I, can I give two things? One of which is we wanted no, to do three cannot. different podcasts. No, we wanted to be can't. three different podcasts. I'm going to stop you right now. Like, I'm gonna stop you like right a catch-up, a review, <laughs> and, a, and a preview. No, that's so not happening. We did, most, we did most of that. What's your preview for the game? So that's my second part. What's Ooh. your score prediction since Ooh. we haven't got to do one of these? Like our last, our March 7th was all about, hey, we're just having a game. Can we're I not start? even going to predict the score or care. Can so now we're into game mode. I'm going to say, is no. sexy is the thing that everybody's going with. Can I start? Hold I'm going to on. say 3-1. Oh. I'm going to say 3-1 us. I'm going to go crazy. I think we're on fire. I think Real Monarchs is going to be sitting there like we're at altitude. We're the class, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We got fans. But these guys are so good. Like, and the team, just the training, I I'm I'm going to be advantageous. I'm going to say 3-1. It's crazy. I'm going to be totally wrong, I'm sure, because I'm just so hopeful. But uh, I dare to dream, you know. Steve. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to follow it up with that much um, audacity, Ambition. I guess. But I'm going to I'm going to say one nil. I know it's 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 uh, or elevation. It's going to be hot. So I think we sneak a goal. I'll say a goal early. Um, and then I, I think we kind of park the bus. I think we kind of show. Um, I think Landon talked about it before the season that, you know, playing at home, playing away from home is different. Obviously, you know, without fans, that, that strategy could be completely different from what he said. But I think we, our defenders are very underrated with Zizo, with um, Greenspan, Clementa. Um, you know, there's obviously John Kempett in goal. Like, I think our defense is strong and steady too, you know. So I think we sneak a goal in and, and, and we kind of, Play a more, little more conservative for the rest of the match, and we see this one through. Steve is probably correct. I'm just tired of watching Jose Mourinho. Um, <laughs> so that's why yeah. I'm fishing for 3-1. But 1-0 is probably more correct based on altitude and circumstance. Yeah. And what we saw in the EPL, honestly. A lot of low-scoring games <laughs> coming back, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, I am going to go ahead and do what I always do, which is not, not give... Well, my scoreline is, 
um, because I always seem to jinx it, and that's the thing that I, I've stopped doing. <laughs> I do not give a scoreline because I believe that it is uh, not a good idea. So I will just say that I believe that we will beat Real Monarchs um, easily, Ooh. easily, easily. Ah. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. That fits with Steve's one L. I think that fits. Yeah. Uh, I think it's okay. Or my three one. I think you're you're yeah. embracing both. No, of our, I, I feel uh, like you're almost trying to get me to say a number. But <laughs> he is. He totally is. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Um, so that's a, that's a lawyer uh, mentality, right there. Yeah, yeah. not happening. Um, but I think that does it for <laughs> us. Make sure you uh, follow us on at the locals SG. Pretty much all social media. And uh, the localsg.com for merch. Actually, the localsg.com backslash shop. Right, Drew? Yeah, that's shop. Correct. And we call it the Emporium, but that's just a fancy word for shop. So. And Drew's the only one that calls it the Emporium. Because uh, it's that- a fun <laughs> name for it. <laughs> it's and, fantastic. And because we might have products that aren't like a shop product. As right? a matter like, of fact, we, we have way we more products on there than I ever thought we were going to have on there. So make sure you go okay. check it out because golly, yeah, there's some coffee mugs on there that I'm going to be buying very shortly. The no. enamel mag. mug. The hat now? Ooh, the hat. The hat. Yeah. The hat. Ugh. Oh, hey. My, flip-flops. So This one's wearing out. I got to get Dude, a, flip-flops. A gotta, flip-flops. Flip-flops. The flip-flops in the mug. Imagine waking up in the morning, putting on those flip-flops <laughs> and walking out onto your deck with that mug and just sipping it in and being like... I'm the king of life. This is yeah, San, this is San I'm Diego. At. I'm in San Diego. <sighs> yeah, it's the that's the dream Eileen created for me with that with that merch. So I'm uh, I'm yeah hoping to live that dream here soon for the low low price of you know forty dollars. That's a very low price to live your dream. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us. Um, it, it, it we'll we'll talk to you very soon. This is this is going to be uh, coming back. I promise. The one thing is going to be, um, you know, look out for that uh, hidden episode, or not hidden episode, but like the long lost episode of uh, Mr. Tom Phillips' interview. It's coming soon. I, I promise. I'm going to release it, and it's it's not that bad actually. But there's bad words in there, so I'm going to warn you right now. There's bad words in this one. I might have to go back and actually edit some stuff, but uh, eh, whatever. I mean, are we? It's 2020. Like, the kids heard it all. Already. Are we? Fa- yeah. I was gonna say, are we family friendly? Our president isn't family friendly. So, like, should we be me? <laughs> I'm sorry, not you, Steve. Are the, the United States of America president? Oh yeah, that's oh, true. That, yes, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's already said everything that the children shouldn't hear anyway. So, <sighs> so this weekend, this weekend, please. <laughs> oh God. Everybody, please stay safe this weekend. Um, again, I know um, our <laughs> gut is to meet and gather and cheer and sing and watch the club that we all love, but um, it's not smart right now. So um, please stay smart and stay home. Or if um, if you guys do have friends that you want to watch with, um, please, please follow every precaution you possibly can. Um, this virus is not a joke. Um yeah. If you if you haven't been personally affected, somebody you know has been, um, and if we continue to not take strong action to you know curb the the spread, um, soon you will be personally affected, and that's something that nobody wants. So please, please, please um, adhere to 
all of the guidelines. Take this seriously. This is not a hoax. Um, masks work. You know, the science is out there now. Um, please, please, please um, stay home, cheer from home, um, and stay safe. Yeah. Outdoors is good. If you want to be outdoors with other people, that's the way to do it. But otherwise, as Steve said, just keep it small, keep it tight, and keep it with the people you love and you know what they're doing and where they are. That's that's the key here. So even if you haven't been, people like Pep Guardiola's mother literally died of this virus. Yes. So you all know what Barcelona is. You all know what Manchester City is. If you don't, you don't follow football or soccer. So... Yeah, you know somebody now. So in that case, just be safe, be smart, follow the guidelines. We have a nice page on our website that points you to all the right places to to lurk up all the information you ever need to know. So just be smart. Yep. We love you guys. Yep. Uh, we definitely love you guys. Please be safe. Uh, and that's going to do it. I think that's a perfect spot to just end it for the locals, President Mr. Steve Brokoff and Vice President Mr. Drew Stick. My name is Jerry Jimenez. I'm the communications director for the San Diego Locals support group. Um, and this has been another episode of the Loyal Locals podcast. Stay tuned for the next one. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye, everybody. Hope I wasn't a robot. <laughs>